wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Podcast, your boys Matt, Brian, and we are back with another Sunday episode. That's right, we are back. There's so many, so many big time movies in the movie theaters. You got, you got yourself a a Rambo. Yeah, you, somehow you got yourself an Ad Astra. Yeah, you do. You do, and then you have yourself an It Chapter Two, mm-hmm. and then I think that's it. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, those are the big blockbusters. Those out are right big. Now. Those are the big ones. Yeah, yeah. I think there's oh the Hustlers. The Hustlers. How did that end up doing? I think that's actually doing well. Yeah? Yeah, I think... I remember a lot of people wanted to see it, but I, I that movie went completely under my radar. I have no idea I think the fact that it got a lot of, like, critical buzz has given a lot of dudes, like, oh, hey, you know, mm. the, the the Academy thinks it's yeah. great. <laughs> we should go see Hustlers. Mm. And not, you know, Jennifer Lopez and, and Candace Wong or Candace Wu. What, I forgot her name. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Just out there shaking what they got, dude. Jennifer Lopez, how is she? Still 50? got it. How is she fifty? She's fifty. No, she had. She got it better than most girls in their twenties. She was it. She wore that that Versace dress, that green thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I from think way I... like you know, way back in two thousand, we all got like introduced. Like, oh, that's oh, that's that's a woman. Oh, she's from the block. She's from the fucking block. Like, that's oh, what's shit. up. Yeah, and like she wore it again. And I was like, ah, oh, she's fucking killing it more now. Yeah, she rocks because now yeah. she's in crazy good shape. Yeah. She is yeah. jacked, man. She is, yeah. You know that what I love more than anything is jacked people. It's physical fitness. Physical fitness. So <laughs> the fact that she's in, that she's like ripped now, awesome. Jayla's the goat. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So to honor the goatness of Jennifer Lopez, we decided to do a movie that I'm pretty sure not a lot of people saw, but a lot of people know. Oh. I, I think it's it's got it's it's in the circles of like, you know, like oh yeah, we really enjoyed this movie. Especially if you're a Jennifer Lopez fan, that's true. Yeah. It's big in it's big in the Bronx. This it's big movie. in the Bronx. It's big in it's big in the burb. I like the Latin flavor. Yeah, that it brings to to the to the you know movie viewing experience. Um, and it, and it was came out around the same time that J Lo was blowing up. That, yeah, it's starting to blow up. Starting yeah. to blow up. So it's it's pretty relevant. So this one's for J Lo. This is for J Lo. We're doing Guy Ritchie's. Lock, stock, and uh, two smoking two barrels. Two smoking barrels from 1999, I believe. <laughs> yeah, from 1999, the British, <laughs> the British Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> the British Jennifer Lo- Jennifer Lopez, 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 and uh, it's a movie that has precisely nothing some... to do with J Lo. <laughs> Imagine that you're like Jason Statham, like dive in where it is Jennifer Lopez. It's oh, like, Jennifer Lopez, Lopez, Lopez. Oh, Jennifer Lopez <laughs> in a movie. In a movie. I think he was called Get Something Wheeler. I don't know. Was he in a movie? With yeah, him? he was in a movie with Jennifer Lopez. Whoa! Hold on. Yeah, this Statham. one is for J Lo. This is Six Degrees to Jennifer Lopez. Jason Statham. I'll just type in Jason Statham, Jennifer Lopez, right, and see what you get. Oh man, this is still good. Good podcasting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. It's. It's. No. Yeah. It's. Mm. It's great. 
Did you type it in? Yeah, I have Jason Statham's IMDb page up. He has a lot of movies that look exactly the fucking same. Well, that's not surprising, is it? Right? Like he knows he knows what he was appealing to, you know? Yeah. Oh, Parker. Parker. Parker in 2013 hey. is literally starring Jason Statham and Jennifer, and Jennifer Lopez. Jason wow. Statham with Michael Chiklis. Oh, the Chiklis. The chick. The chick. Chickity chick chick chick. <laughs> what a what a time to be alive, man. They better chickity chick Just themselves. Just two freight trains of success roaring down the same track. Wow. That's awesome. Well, we should, uh, now I just want to see, like, uh, J-Lo's, like, filmography and see, like, how many people from Lock and Stock that, uh, she's actually she's... been in movies with. Oh, uh, well. Also, what kind of, how many movies has J-Lo really been in? A lot. A lot of movies. Like, more than you would think. She's had more of an acting career than, like, as it, than a singing career. Which is, nah. I don't yeah. know. She's definitely more of a singer, though. No, well, Wait she... a minute. When she's I typed not... in Jennifer Lopez into Google, it said American Actress. Yeah. Wow. She's an actress in 114 th- things. 114 movies? Yeah. No and way. TV shows, yeah. Fuck out of here. She had that weird TV show where she played like a corrupt cop just recently. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, she was in Hustlers. Oh, also they they count her music videos. That's not, that's not fair. Oh, that doesn't count then. That's not fair, IMDb. Don't Most pet... of them are rom-coms, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Rom-coms and, like... Yeah, The Wedding Planner, that was the big one. It's pseudo-action movies. Anaconda. Anaconda. Made in Manhattan, that was a big one. Enough, that was a big one. Oh, you know what, actually? Yeah, J-Lo's an actress. Yeah, J-Lo is. She was in Money Train. She was in Money Train. She was in... What's that one movie with... Geely? Out of Sight with George Clooney. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, somehow, like, a satellite member of the Quentin Tarantino universe. She was an Ice Age? Yeah. Wow. She was the ice. Because <laughs> she's cool. Because she's too cool. She was in Home. I thought that was Rihanna that was in Home. Wow. Lost in the Wind. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. J-Lo's out there. J-Lo's but she's working. also like, you know... She's also like a prolific... like Prolific singer in a Latin performer. music. She, performer, yeah. yeah. Like... You know, you, like you think Mark Anthony is like Mark Anthony is like the freaking Robin Thicke of, uh, of of Latin America, I okay. guess. And J Lo is bigger than that. J the Mark Beyonce. J Lo's the Beyonce of Latin America. She's oh, wow. la- she's Latin Beyonce. Then you're kind of undercutting Mark Anthony. Then Robin no, Thicke's that's where right. he belongs. That's where, yeah, that's where he is. <laughs> he is. He's they. You know, he's huge in in the Puerto Rican. Right. Uh, like uh, I would have felt like that's but he's like, no J Lo. It's like the Michael Bolton of like Michael Bolton's fine. It's like you... or 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 um, Michael Bublé. Ooh, the Bublé. He's the boobs. He's one of the mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's. I would say more of a Bublé than a Robin Thicke. I, I was thinking Robin Thicke Senior, but oh oh, you mean Alan Thicke? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> but uh, Michael Bublé is is more accurate. Okay. Uh, Michael Bublé uh, or um or like the Bruno Mars maybe mm. of of Latin America or. You know, it's just someone who's, like, established. Just big time. Big time in the game, but he still comes out with hits every now and then. Like a Tony Bennett. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, you can't put it past an Italian grandmother to pass up on it. Or maybe, what about a, uh, the, uh, the, the the Latin American, like, Barry Manilow? Barry mm. Manilow's pretty established. Yeah, but Barry, La- Barry, Ma- Barry Manilow won't come out with a hit nowadays. No, he's got, he's a stat, he ain't, he ain't doing right. anything new. Right. He, you know what I'll say? He's, uh... 
he, you know what? Given the controversy and everything, he's Latin American Elton John. Okay. Been around for a minute. Been around for a minute, yeah. The, the hits still ring true. Mm. Still performing. Timeless classics. I saw, him, I saw Mark Anthony four years ago. Really? Yeah, it was when I was dating a, a Puerto Rican girl. Oh, okay. Her family, we went to the... What's the spot in Jersey? The Prudential Center? Yes. Or the... Would it begin with an N, actually? Is it, in, uh, is it right next to Giant Stadium? Yes. Or, okay, that's the... Oh, because Newark is Newark. That's Newark, Pred- that's the Prudential. Then it was in Prudential. Yeah, because we went to Newark. Because then it's um, the Continental Airlines Arena. Nah, yeah, it was right next to the it was, Stadium. It was it was definitely the Prudential Center. And we the saw Rock. Mark Anthony, dude. He puts on a show, and that was without J Lo. Ooh. Yeah, because they were married at some point. Oh, that's right. They have kids. Yeah, they have kids. Yeah. And now um, A-Rod's up in there. Yeah. Good for A-Rod. Way to bounce back after that 200 game suspension. Seriously. <laughs> oh man. Um, the biggest performance enhancing drug is J Lo. <laughs> J Lo, <laughs> but uh, that's how he's gonna get back into the Hall of Fame. It's like J Lo. It's J Lo though. Like, like she'll no. she'll be like, let him in, let him in, let him in. He's good. That's what Pete Rose didn't realize. Yeah, no, the J Lo. It's all about the low, the J Lo. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, she's she's Latin American Beyonce. Okay. Yeah, I can um, see that. If Selena was wasn't Selena's like Latin America like Aaliyah. See, I'm gonna say something controversial. Uh oh. I think J Lo is better than Beyonce. Because she can act. That's true. Oh, <laughs> Beyonce can't act no. to save her life. No, she can't. <laughs> I, all, her, all of her movies, her register stays the same. Yeah, it's like you've gotta get away from here. You get <laughs> Simba. Just, she, you gotta come back to home. She, oof, God, she's just Foxy Cleopatra and everybody. Yeah, um, but I will say Beyonce probably sings better than J Lo. But dancing. I'd say they're even. Yeah, that's a I'd tough say they're goal. even, because they can both they can both put it down. I mean, what Beyonce's younger than me. She is? No, she's not. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. She, you sure? She's, I'm sure. I think Beyonce's like at least thirty three, thirty two. That's not younger than you. I'm thirty. I'm gonna be thirty four. Right. So you're not yet Beyonce age. Ninety seven. Beyonce's thirty eight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's a little older than me. But I mean, J Lo's fifty, and she can still. Like, she's, like, whoa, right whoa, out whoa. the gate. Hold on. There's actually a conspiracy. That Beyonce is not 38? That's, yeah, as to how old Beyonce is. So, it says that they're... The official story is that she was born in 81. Oh, no, no, never mind. She's... This, let's just say she's 38. Okay. Let's say she's 38. She's 38. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, Jay is, like, 49. Jay's 49. Jay's still... Still. Yeah. Still out there. She's forty nine, but yeah, um, and how and beyond. Oh my God, she's thirty eight and J Lo's fifty. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What are we doing with our lives, man? Wow. Man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. J Lo's the best. Anyway, yeah. lock stock. Lock stock and two smoking barrels. A parallel thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to this. So yeah, lock stock and two smoking barrels. Um, Guy Ritchie's debut film. Yes. He wrote it and directed it. He wrote and directed. It. Had his his good buddy Matthew Vaughn help him produce it yep uh it stars a lot of their friends at the time they're all kind of like in the same kind of group yeah so it's actually pretty interesting to see like it's sort of a yeah i love i love watching older british movies because you'll see like a who's who of who's like big and and uh like kind of british hollywood now right um what do you call british hollywood britwood no way itishwood no uh you call it just london you call yeah london. <laughs> you just call it uh, entertainment like just i don't know the bbc london. The BBC. Yeah. Nah. Um, so you have Dexter Fletcher, who ended up directing uh, Rocket Man, who uh, is probably going to win. The, uh, I think he won a, an Oscar for something. Oh, thank goodness! 
because yeah, he was for, great. He uh, he also stepped in to help that disaster Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, Jason Fleming, who becomes Jekyll and Hyde from A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. How everybody knows him. Exactly. Or also the Red Nightcrawler in X Men First Class. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Jason Statham, he didn't end up becoming anything. Nope. Uh, Vinny little... Jones. Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Anytime you want a mobster, call Vinny Jones. This is the first time he actually played Vinny Jones in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and after this, he just really took off as Vinny Jones. Snatch. Mean Machine's gone in 60 seconds. Uh, oh, yeah, he's the juggernaut. Yeah, he's the juggernaut, bitch. He's the juggernaut, bitch. Isn't Oi. he? In it. In it. Uh... <laughs> that governor, yeah. Watch yourself. All right. All right. All right. That's like one of my favorite things. That's one of my favorite things he does because he is very intense and he does like these shouty performances where it's like, like I'm gonna cut your goddamn head or like whatever, and then he's like, "All right, take it easy, pal. All right, easy now. Buckle up. Buckle up." (laughs) (laughs) And then he fucking smashes your brain in with the fucking car door. With the car door, yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Sting is in this. Sting. Um, but that's a he's a rather small role, isn't he? Yes, he's he's uh the dad. He's yeah. He's Eddie's dad. Uh, Jenny McLean, Lenny McLean. Lenny McLean died, I think, right after. Yeah, that's what I heard. He died before this movie came out. Right? Yeah. Um, and he probably from that stuffed up nose he had. Yeah. Oh man, Blow it's it. one of the most like, it is, it is a good character trait. Like, but like you when you when he speaks, it's like, yo, just like get some like flones. Yeah. Because it's very like. Like very like, stuck oh, up. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like you gotta like, and it's no. it's. And we're gonna do a lot of bad version impersonations in this. Get ready. Get ready. Oh, we got a young Ph Moriarty. Yep. As a Hatchet Harry. Oh. You may know him from Jaws three. No. <laughs> <laughs> you That's know. It. That's all. Jaws three. <laughs> and also looking like the guy who's the bad guy that looks looks like Peter Stromar. Whoa. And the, the Dune movie in 2000? Oh. Yeah, okay. so... And, but yeah, big, big cast. Uh, and it's really just a winding, kind of small-time crime, uh, dr- crime drama. Crime drama, yeah. Um, about, you know, four homies. All right, one of them's really good at card games, but he goes he goes and gambles with this uh, heavy hitter who cheats and, and yep. makes him lose. And so now in order to pay off... He has to pay off the guy 50,000 quid. No. Uh, so two hundred. He has to mat, t- half a million quid. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand quid. It's yeah. a lot of money. It's or a, it's that's why they were stressing. Yeah. Or they'll kill him and take his uh his father's bar. Yes. Which is the most important thing to his father. Yeah. The dad only cares about the, the bar. dad only cares about his bar. Which I like. I like that. It's not this like whole like you could take everything, but not my son. It's like. Fix this. I don't want to lose my bar. Yeah, my son's a fuck up. The yeah. bar's been going good. The my bar. Ma- like, what is it? A Sting even says in the in the movie, it's like Eddie doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Right. His bar has nothing to do with him. Right. It's like it doesn't matter. Like it's, we're still coming for. It. He's like, well, well, damn uh. it. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they end up getting involved with like these these real bad blokes yep. who uh, get involved with these other bad like weed dealers, um, and it just ends up. It just ends up spiraling out of control, this and they get in way over their heads. Clusterfuck of like, yeah, missing it's, connections. But it's surpri- I thought it was surprisingly easy to follow. Yeah, no, like it, I was able to keep up with all of it despite it being really, really complicated. There's few, like, there's a couple of essential uh, players, which we'll call like the idiots in the in the 
the flies in the ointment. Yeah. They kind of like spin things towards the other direction mm-hmm. where they, they're like, you'll see like the, our, our boys, the four boys, right. They'll, they'll work with Nick, the Greek yes. who also works with these, uh, two doofuses yes. who work for Hatch and Harry. Hatch and oh, Harry, oh, I guess his boy, uh, ba- Bapti- the Baptist, the Baptist. Yeah. Harry the Baptist. Ba- and then, who like works for you know Hatch, Hatch Harry. Harry, but then also, uh, so Nick also the, Nick the Greek is also associated with uh, the 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 gentleman with the afro, right? Why do I forget his name because it's super easy to remember. Roy something, Roy <laughs> o, o crazy, uh, Rory Rory Breaker, Rory Breaker, yes. Rory Breaker, Rory, who, not Rory, Mister Breaker today, exactly. Um, who's like an enterprising kingpin of his own? Yeah, like a weed enterprising. Kingman. He's like the Gus Spring right. of 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 London. And then and then his his Walt and Jesse right. are these like drug uh manufa- these weed manufacturers, planters, yeah. botanists. And then they sell to this guy who, um uh, pl- uh Plank. Weed, yeah, Plank who works for, guy who works for Dog, dog who who's those bad blokes that I mentioned before. Right, and who's actually Eddie's neighbor. Next door neighbor. <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's a big, like, uh, one of those, like, big conspiracy, like, like wall, web walls that you, like, would connect the dots to everything. Right. Um, but if you can follow all of that, the movie makes a, a, a is, lot of sense. It is like what we were trying to set up before. It is a kind of a degrees of separation. Yeah. It's like, this that, guy is because so of this guy. That, that that's, guy. What I'm, that's why we did that. That's why we did, that's why we, we did that Because not only are we thoughtful guys, well-prepared every time, we're also co- comedic geniuses. That's right. Because that's how people, you got to know. We're, we're pretty funny. Yeah, so you can go back and if you re- least funny. <laughs> if you go back and rewatch the top, it it makes it so makes much more sense now. now that you know. Now that you know, um, so they it starts off with, hmm, oh, the walls are very thin between the apartment, and yeah. while they're strapped for cash, it, it, you know, they realize dog's plan is to rob it's, the bodice. It's like downtown yes. England. It's the it's the slums, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You got the, he lives above like a twenty four hour cab uh, dispatchery. Mm-hmm. Dispatchery, dispatcher, I guess. I mean, um, yeah. And so Guy Ritchie wrote this all out. Yep. But it was a lot. Act from what I from what I, I see in like the documentary about this movie, it's actually a, a lot more complicated the first few drafts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Than what it is now. And so uh, the this producer she found she found it, and she uh, like was reading it over, and she found herself like writing it all out and okay. like drawing it all out like the whole conspiracy board. And then she's like, this is way too much, but, like, I really like what's going on here. So she cleaned it up. Okay. Right? And, uh, and gave it back to him. It's like, hey, let, like, uh, let's pick this up. Let's try to get this made. So then, uh, she brought it to a studio and they're like, all right, let's, let's, let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then it got delayed because Guy Ritchie was like, I'm only going to do it if I get to direct and stuff. Right. She's like, Cool. Because I don't think anyone else would understand this movie, yeah, right? right? Um, so then, but then I think I don't forget for what reason, but it got dropped, and so uh, I think it was uh, Dexter Fletcher went in for the reading of it, okay, and uh, then he like didn't hear back for a few months. Same with um, with Vinnie Jones, they like they like went in for the reading, didn't hear back for a few months, right? Then they heard the movie was off, and then a few months later they heard the movie's back on, right? And it started with the 20 million with the, I think a three million dollar no 20 million dollar budget okay. then that got cut to a 10 million dollar budget which got cut to a three million dollar budget which got cut 
to a $2 million budget. Oh, my God. Which got cut to an $800,000 budget. Jeez Louise. $800,000. And you could tell, like, this was definitely not made for a lot of money. Right. Because there's a lot of, like, camera work. And yeah. And like, ooh, okay. And they, they, they use a lot of, like, voiceover to kind of move you past it. It's like, okay, and that happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have, like, four locations. Yep. You know, a couple they reuse. <laughs> they have two bars. They have one office. Oh, they have two offices. Yeah. They have an apartment. And That's they have a, a the warehouse. Yeah, the cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can tell that the cage was something they had. That they're like, oh, let's let's try to work this in because... Yeah, this... it probably was already came in that house. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, like... So we have a cage, right? And that's it. Like, oh, let's try to make trying to make something out of this, <laughs> a scene out of this, um, and so they, I think, uh, I think a lot of the people. That's how they got these actors that were like, you know, they're buddies of the of the director. They they were didn't have anything going for them because I think I remember a couple of them say like, I still don't know if I got paid for that movie because <laughs> <laughs> they knew that there was there yeah. was nothing. There was nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was cool because I and. When you have those, it becomes sort of like a project, a labor of love. Right. You know? And everybody is just in it to make a good movie. And they know that they're not doing it for the money. They're doing it for the exposure. And if they're doing it for the exposure or for the, you know, to get the reps in. Right. Then they want to do a good job. Like Sting did it, which is like, he's the biggest celebrity in this whole thing. Yeah. At the, like, at the moment. Because now we know Vinnie Jones. We now know Jason Statham. Jason Statham is one of the biggest stars in the world. Is he? But this is... I mean... No, yes, of course yeah. he is. <laughs> he was second fiddle to M- Melissa McCarthy in Spy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was great in Spy. But he was very good in Spy. But yeah, like, you like you see like you, you see these actors and like, yeah, it's... These guys obviously had... Like, if you feel like they've had chemistry before, like, a lot of these guys seem like they've, they've pulled, some, pulled some cons. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Then, That's another good thing about having, like, kind of lower... Uh, status actors is right. that, you know, if I see Bradley Cooper, I'm not going to, like, buy him as this, like, low-time, street, like, yeah, gruff. punk, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and I, from what I said, like, everybody was kind of just looking up to Lenny McLean, yeah, you know, and there's, I would, I would, Jesus Christ, it's, you know, it's, it's the Mayor McQueen, it's Mayor McLean, you know, the governor, <laughs> the governor, it's the governor, yeah, um, and they all just kind of tried to do their best, but, like, no, yeah, like, and, like, you, you know, have, Lenny you, McLean. you do have, like, you will get these guys like you know Lenny McLean and yeah, like also, if this was like Boys in the Hood, Lenny McLean's like the, the Lawrence Fishburne, the, the Larry yeah. Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good analogy. This is, that's yeah, very good. The, this is the boys of the. This is the the blokes in the hood. Oh, Yo. oh, same movie. The Get social the with with like none of the social justice. Yeah, <laughs> there's just there's like one cop throughout the whole. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets his ass kicked. And he just gets punched in the face. Um, but yeah. Very, very, very cheap movie. Very, very, like, just... I don't want to say amateur, because, you know, they did a you very good job You can see its moments. It. You can yeah. be like, mm-hmm, I right. see that, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, man, like, I doubt people, you know, went to like the movies. Spielberg won't make that mistake. Yeah. And, like, and like you look at the director that Guy Ritchie is now, and it's like, well, where's what that... happened? Yeah, where's that creativity? Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. Um, and, you know... I think, uh, like you mentioned a few times, this is the same guy that directed live-action Aladdin. Yeah. And I'm not saying Aladdin's bad. I think we all had a good time at Aladdin. Yeah. Will Smith was great. Better than Lion King. Wow, well, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Will, Will Smith really carried it for me. Um, but also, a lot of his movies are now, like, so 
sterile yeah and like kind of like okay well i'm gonna put the camera here and you're gonna walk towards me and that's gonna be it over well, the, the shoulder yeah a shot for dialogue oh you're talking over the shoulder shot for dialogue giving me a wide yeah giving me that little we're gonna fit we'll just we'll speed this up in editing a little bit but about it boop yeah but this is like okay well i have to use this angle because this is what the the room affords me. The, right. I have to do this because this is what my budget affords you have to use me. Use this filter because the only way the lighting would work. Right. And, you know, like yeah. Is this? Can I do this like kind of crazy like out of focus kind of thing? Yeah. Like, this to 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 say that my that the main character is like lost his his center of gravity really. Right. Like to to prove he's gonna be sick. Like it's gonna be this unfocused shot. Like, can I do that? Okay, I'm gonna do that. Right. But now it's just like, hey. But from what I hear, he's very specific about what he wants. Like, he's, yeah. he's not the kind of actor that... He's not... I'm sorry. He's not the kind of director that's just like, oh, man, we want to do this, that, and that, but we only have this and that, so we'll just, you know, do that instead. Well, or I feel like that's also... like, if, like very, like, you know, we, I know we only have this, that, and that, but this is what I want. Exactly. So. I think if you're... If you have, like, such a low budget, like $800,000, yeah. you have to be, on like, specific of what you want. You don't have... Like, I forgot what movie we did... Oh, uh, Wet Hot American Summer, where mm-hmm. you think, like, oh, they probably just did, like, hours of improv. And, like, they just did it and just cut what's best. And then you find out, like, no, everything was very strict to the script because we didn't have time to fuck around. That's true. Like, yeah, we didn't that's have, true. We didn't have the luxury of fucking around. Like, you didn't have to film to fuck around. Like, uh, uh, what we do in the shadows, they shot 150 hours and then cut a, na- a narrative into it. Yeah. But the only reason why is because they're not using film. Right. They're using digital, so right. it's a lot different. But this is, like, a, a time. This is at a time where... You know what? The, what like they they only have a certain amount of of, of money to kind of just go, do it. Yeah, um, it's just you know. Well, I told you I took that one film class in college, mm-hmm. and I told you about the the first movie they showed us into oblivion, the Steve Buscemi movie. Yes, Valley when, Stream's own. Valley Stream's own. Um, did you know he was a firefighter? Now yes, he was. And um, they they and in that movie he plays like a director who's trying to get a movie together. But, you know, everything just goes wrong. And so he has the he has these ideas, but like like oh, like he wants her to come out of the out of the bathroom and it's gonna be like this like great lighting and the fog, but then of course the bulb is isn't getting is breaking and the actress is it gets hurt and this happens and that happens and they have to cut it at a they have to shoot it at a different angle to hide this and use fog to stop that and what end it ends up getting is very good but a completely different image than what he wanted right right so guy Ritchie's not like that no and in his situation where it's your first time you don't have money you know and you know i doubt when when you when you don't have time or money or experience everything tends to work against you yeah right and it, they said that through that he was always very um unwa- unwavering in what he wanted so he wasn't like that he wasn't like the steve buscemi character at all he wasn't like okay well this isn't working that isn't working so we're gonna do something different mm-hmm. he was he never did that even though you know he's like these are our resources this is what i want to do we're gonna get it we're gonna get that right. to happen one way or the other and which is you know interesting because now when you watch his movies they i again they're not terrible but they're a little uninspired yeah like you it does seem like he, he's lost a little something yeah he lost a little bit of that fire and he makes you wonder like how do you did it i guess it kind of does wear on you when you're extremely particular about how you want your product to come out mm-hmm. and everything all the people all the that are allowing you to make this movie 
are telling you to do things differently. Right. I'm sure that that's hard to contend with. Well, yeah, yeah, because now he's working with actual studios. Like, he's, right. I think he's working with, like, 20th Century Fox doing the Sherlock Holmes movies. He worked with uh, Disney, and he worked with, uh, I forgot who did King Arthur. But it's definitely not like, okay, you have $800,000. This isn't going to make the studio any money. Yeah. So, go nuts. Right. Do, for, do Nothing's on the line. Yeah, nothing's yeah. on the line. Now it's like, oh, you're doing a franchise starring fucking Iron Man and Young Dumbledore. Make it good. Like, make this. Do this. We have... Do this. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. Like, and so you kind of lose. Like, you kind of lose that because it's like, if if you look at it, like kind of raising a kid, if you give your kid everything, they're gonna want for nothing. Mm. But if you give your kid nothing and starve them to death, you're a terrible parent. Yeah. Well, don't do that. Yeah. But if you if you make them kind of like, still, like that's why I like kind of like certain like certain uh, production companies like A twenty four is good where they make a lot of independent movies. But they yeah, A twenty four. Who made what they? They they're coming out with the movie The Lighthouse, uh, right? The they, Lighthouse they, with, uh, uh, with William w- Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe and, and uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. They, they did. I think they dropped. Uh, They've made some good stuff, like Manchester by the Sea. You know, Sad Boston Boy. Uh, Sad Boston Boy. Uh, what else? They, they've Sad done Boston. a lot of like good. Uh, Moonlight. Yep. Hereditary. Uh, Ex Machina. Uh, somehow Lady Bird. I mean, you know, people like some people likes Lady Bird. I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, you know, not my favorite, but people liked it. Okay. Um. But yeah, they've done a lot. But if you look at those movies that you just named out, how many of them were nominated for Oscars? How many of them won Oscars? Like they, these are the movies that like, if if they were put in a machine, they would have been like neutered so hard that they wouldn't even ma- it wouldn't even matter. Right. But like, because A twenty four may not have the most budget, and they understand that art comes from the artists. Yeah. They're like the movies that they that that, that drop are like usually generally very good. And they're typically you know. Uh, I would say that it's not unique, but they stray from the standard Hollywood formula. Right. A lot of times in their storytelling and their and their their editing and their look, mm-hmm. you know that it definitely it strays. Like Hereditary is not your average horror movie. Yeah. Like Ex Machina is not your average like sci-fi movie. Right. You know, um, Moonlight is not your average coming of uh, age movie. Right. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, same with Lady Bird, I guess. I, I guess because um, it comes from a lady's perspective. It's not our perspective. This is not my. This it's is not my not... perspective. Maybe <laughs> that's all. This is my. Not my. Not my and I think if Lockstock was made now, A twenty four would definitely be behind it. Like, I, I don't think it would be like, oh yeah, Disney, we'll totally make that shit. Fox Searchlight, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. something small, like a smaller studio, would definitely be behind it. And I, I, I mean. Well, I feel like if you were to try to make Lockstock now it would end up being that movie that Melissa McCarthy movie that just came out The Kitchen The Kitchen where Oof. it would be like watered down throw like thrown in with a whole bunch of different like political agendas and you know just the story t- it would lose everything as far as the characters Oi, the storytelling how you dare Brexit this eggs and basket whatever I don't, I don't speak English right yeah no yeah. Um, okay. but but that's what I'm saying like it would and it be, it would become just a generic crime movie, right? You know, um, which like you can't even name. There, I'm sure like ten of those came out this year. You can't name one of them, you know. Right. I think I just named one of them. The kitchen. The kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I think this came out before Ocean's Eleven too. Oh. So like. As far as like a heist movie. Uh yeah, like that that like heist where everything kind of like goes wrong. Goes uh was goes it? to shit. Ocean's Reservoir Eleven came dogs. out. Two th- uh, well, I mean the original fucking. Oceans. Oh yeah, this came out three years before the new Ocean's Eleven. 
The new Ocean's Eleven? Like the one with George Clooney. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I feel like they got a lot of inspiration from this too mm. because like there's a lot of that like cuts and like all the yeah and everybody's kind of got their own role yeah but you know everything meets up at the end yeah everything kind of yeah. it all comes together um yeah for sure for sure huh. yeah. 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 yeah 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 but you know it, <laughs> <laughs> but while watching the movie it actually right. is uh when, another thing that i thought was was pretty funny it was just that none of the characters are great no. You know, like they're like meaning that you know they're, a lot of them are pretty well developed, but nobody's like a great guy. No, they're all assholes. They're all assholes. They're all like the worst people you'll meet. Yeah, at the, it's like the always sunny in Philadelphia aspect yes. of characters, where it's like they might not be great, they might not be bad people, but they're not good people either. Right. They're all assholes. The, yeah, exactly. Like there's more like the, these guys are honorable thieves. These right. guys are not honorable like, thieves. The, the most honorable person in the movie is uh Vinny Big, Jones' Big, character. Big Chris, yeah. Big Chris. Because he's he works and like like he he comes apart he always is just uh kind of the shining light in like this this dark world. Yeah. Even though he's doing the most dark the dirtiest shit. work. <laughs> the dirtiest yeah. work. Like he's he's the hired hand to get yeah, shit he's done. The enforcer. Yeah. But he like he gets a, a bag half a million dollars and it's like, okay, well here you go, boss and he oh I found these also these old guns. Here you go. I know you like these. I know you like these. Oh it's like okay and then he gets like maybe like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. So it's like oh okay. But he's a professional. But yeah. So you know like it's for him it's more important to maintain that relationship with the boss and be known for all the people that hire you as a good worker than it is to make away with this Because also, he's part. setting an example for his son. Yes. Little Chris. Little Chris. <laughs> and he's like, because it always like, he was like, uh, Oi, not in front of the boy. Yeah, exactly. And then also he's like, he goes, he, I think he calls uh, uh, the Baptist something. He's like, hey, watch your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you, you kind of, and you see this, this, this kind of like great like character from Big Chris where it's like, He'll do, like, there's just to make sure his kid is, is raised right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, uh, like he says, like, oh, when the kid's, I think he says, like, like the F word or something. Right. And he, like, scolds him. But then, like, you know, 20 minutes later, he's smashing a dude's head in. Right. With, like, with, he's smashing dog's head in with the door to his car. You know? Um, in front of little in Chris. Of the, in yeah. front of the boy, yeah. Yeah, in front of the boy. So I, And um, I fucking love that end where he's, like... You know, I thought about it, and I decided to return your bag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just the bag. And if you want your money, and I took a little, he's like, I took a little bit for myself to raise my son. If you think that's a bad idea, you could always come find me. Yeah. And they open up the bag, and it's empty. So he just basically took returned all the bag the money and just the bag. But he did help them out by giving them the uh, the guns. Yeah, and, and they gave telling them the how much, telling them how much the guns were worth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's not he, it's not that they were going to be you know completely out of money. No. You know they're gonna they would have made it out with three hundred k. Do you think, uh, do you think Tom, like, brought, got the guns back? No. No? I think, yeah. I think, I, I think he <sighs> fell into the, the river as well. And died with the guns. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, uh, I think that's one of the best, like, cliffhangers to hang it up on. Yeah. like, he could just, he could just leave the guns there and he could answer the phone. Yeah, because they'll be, end up being fine. Right. You know, without the guns. Yeah, because the thing is, like, no matter what, they're going to end up even. Right. They'll always end up even. But this is the only, the, the one chance for, like, your boys to, like, get ahead. Yeah, to get the to get the W. Right, to get right? the win. Instead yeah. of just living. Especially when they came so close so many times. Right. You know, at the end, it's great. After the shootout, they get the bag. And then 
you know, they go like he goes like they get yeah. it taken from them by by Vinny. That by last, dog, that and last like in. ten minutes is really kind of fun and chaotic. Yeah, where you, you get uh, once the shootout happens. The shootout happens between yeah. Rory Breaker and Dog's gang. Right, like this crazy kind of like, and we you don't see any of it. No, because that that costs money. <laughs> that yeah, it's expensive. And then, so, they like they and then uh, they call uh, Hatchet Harry and he's like, yeah. I have. I was like. I was like. I gotta tell you about what happened to the money. He's like, yeah, I know what happened to the money. So come on down here. But then the fucking two doofuses that uh, the Baptist set oh, in motion God. before didn't realize what they were doing. But it was funny because everyone in this movie kind of reaped what they sowed. Right. You know, like the Baptist kept pushing these guys to get this gun. Kept like threatening them and everything. Right. And then what are they gonna do? And they end up killing him and <laughs> Hatchet Harry. Harry. Of all the, the they're the two scariest, oh. biggest like dogs in right. this fight and they're killed by these doofuses these fucking who would be played now by like Bobby Moynihan and probably the, yeah yeah, and yeah, like, Bob, yeah from Saturday Night Live yeah yeah like, it, and, and like I don't know some other like little Pete Davidson yeah, or Pete Davidson yeah. yeah exactly it's like it's like these two guys who are just absolute fuck ups yeah and <laughs> Nick the Greek is funny because he has that fucking french fry cell phone yeah, <laughs> which is so fucking funny. And like he just keeps getting like chewed out by people, and he has like really no idea what's going on. Yeah. It's like if you don't know, I'll I'll fucking kill you. I'll it's fucking like, kill it's you. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Like, well, <laughs> but if you tell, if yeah, is uh, I like that. He gave him like every option. He's like, I'll fucking kill you. No. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, poor Nick the Greek is just like the worst middleman ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, what's cool is that, uh, yeah everybody reaps what they sowed. So the worst you do the worse you end up and it's usually by your own hand. Right. You know, so, um, like Plank, causing them to, like, like bringing everyone to betray them and, 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 and bringing Dong and them to rob them, he end, they end up getting into the, the gang, into the right. gang fight, right? <laughs> um, the, the boys, they, you know, they try to rob these bad people. They should have just paid Harry right away instead right. of celebrating. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even, in and, he, and Vinny, he did everything right and he made it out okay. Yep. You know? Yeah. So he did his job. He didn't do anything else. He didn't do anything like uh, selfish, and and he he made it out better than anybody. That was a sweet car he drove off in. In the Aston Martin. The yeah, Aston Martin with little Chris. So it's cool. And then Tom, who is ultimately the greediest one, who's always like going back for the guns, who's always like you know like getting getting him into trouble. He potentially met his down so, the the great thing, like the funniest thing about Tom, you really get kind of an, an intro into his character and like how. His greed kind of blinds his stupidity, mm. which is like, all right, we'll set up a company and then we'll name it this and then people will buy yeah. into it and then we'll send the money back as this and then we'll send them another check as this and right. nobody will ever come. Nobody would ever want to cash a check. It's like, well, how long is that going to take? Yeah. Like maybe four to five weeks. It's like, we've got three days. We, we know, we all know we have three days. <laughs> so yeah, but it would work, right? It's a good plan though. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it is. He comes up as a, and then yeah, like and soap as well, right? Like soap, you can tell from the beginning he's like the more anxious one, who definitely is like he had a more like legitimate career, and like, yeah, he does because his friends are in this fucking like crime world. He's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I guess we're I guess we're, we're criminals. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like I guess so, sure. Yeah, then Jason Statham's just kind of along for the ride. I feel like well, Statham seems like he's yeah, he's always like just down. Yeah, it's like no matter what, he's like oh, I'm down. Oh, I'm in. Oh, I'm in. I'll fight you. Oh. <laughs> I'll only take one punch if you take one punch. Okay. Okay. That's my Statham. 
It's my statham, everybody. Wow. It's good. It's good? It's, no, it's not. Oh. It's <laughs> I understand. I know what I'm doing. Um, it's just Jason Statham is a normal guy. Hello, I'm Jason Statham. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Barely British. <laughs> I used to dive in Britain. I used to be an English swimmer. I used to be an English swimmer. Um, yeah, I think Jason Statham's one of those guys that just like, just trying to, he just had like a, a really athletic background and just tried to like make money doing whatever he could. I feel this is his wet hot American summer like Bradley Cooper. Mm. Where you go like, oh, he's in this? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I can see why he's in this. Like if they were to redo it, he'd come back for He'd it. come back. He still looks the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he does actually. Yeah, he does. Just yeah. a little bit more hair in this. It's funny because he, he never looked young. No. He just, you know, ha- he just l- always looked 40 and never got older. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. he hit peak age at, like, 38, and it's like, all right, that's it. I wonder, how, how old is he in this movie, dude? He's, think? like, I think he's, well, it's in 99, so it was, like, 20 years ago, and if he's, like, 40 now, like, uh, he's he's probably old. No, he's older than 40. He's, like, 52, I think. Wow. Yeah, he's an old man. Because that's, like, one of the funniest things of, like, He's 52, yeah. Yeah, he's 52, so he was... 20 or 32. 32, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, he's always perpetually 32. Because uh, one of the funny no, things... No, because he looked 40. Yeah. So he's perpetually right. 40. He's perpetually 40. One of the funniest things about Hobbs and Shaw is that Vanessa Kirby plays his younger sister. They had that flashback to when they were children, mm. and she's 20 years younger than him. Yeah. <laughs> so they should have said, like, you know, when I was a full-grown adult and you were a baby. Yeah. <laughs> But pulling I, I, cons on people. That's the, that's the thing. That's what they're playing off of. Is that he doesn't look fifty. I mean, I don't know. He could still be forty. Yeah. You know what I mean. On average, if you look at him, you could be like, oh, that's either a hard living thirty five year old or yeah. like a really well kept forty five year old. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and she looks like you know early thirties maybe. Yeah, she looks like she's just about thirty. You know what she looks too young for? The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, because The Rock's also fifty something, right? I think so. No, The Rock's not that old. Is he that old? The Rock's like... But The Rock is also like... He's ageless. The Rock's 47. The Rock's 47. And how old is Vanessa Kirby? 22. Oh, God. No, she's not that young. She's 31. 31, okay. So she's 16 years younger than The Rock. (laughs) And... 20 and 21 years younger than her yeah. brother Jason Statham. <laughs> brother Jason Statham. So it should have been a full-grown adult. With Playing little, with an infant. Yeah. With an infant. <laughs> pulling crimes. Pulling crimes with an infant. <laughs> Back uh, in merry old England. <laughs> that's the thing. They look younger. Yeah. I think even in the movie, The Rock still looked kind of old for her. Yeah. But... I do um, like how we were talking about Lockstock, which is a good movie on its own. And yeah. we're talking about other things. Way other things. We've gone... And this is where we bring it all Completely off the together. rails. Yeah, the whole plan comes together because six degrees of separation. That's right. Uh, the same guns, the same two barrels that were used, is the shotgun that The Rock used in the rundown. That's right. Yeah. No one knows it, but they still act. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. only they look they look like they're thirty something years old, but like, they're actually they're actually they're actually two hundred years two hundred years old. And they have a, they have a new show coming out on ABC Family. Wow, called. The, like Lockstock and two smoking Karens. Oh, and they're like Karen, stop smoking. <laughs> and then like, the laugh oh, tracks. It's like, oh guns, you got me. <laughs> womp womp. You shot me right in the head. <laughs> womp womp. womp. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a good movie. No, yeah, I think like it, it's a nice break from like action heavy movies because this is it's still fast paced. It's still it's a very quick movie. 
uh, it's also like not heavy. It's not too heavy, mm-hmm. but like when you watch it, you get fulfilled because it's a lot of things do end up like all the loose ends do tie up at the end. Yeah, and you know you're not left wondering like, well, why why this happened because of that? Like you find out like it's such like maybe like everything takes place within like three three blocks from each other because mm. like. Rory break, uh, Breakers in the uh, the Samoan bar at the beginning, and then you find out that, like, Hatchet Harry is, like, two blocks away, and then these, like, everything like, everything is connected and everything is close. I also like that you find, like, in, when they first walk into the Samoan bar, there's a guy that's, like, on fire running out, and right. you find out later, like, why? How, yeah, why he was on fire. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I do love, like, like... You don't know who Rory Breaker is. Yeah. He did this. It's like, oh, that's pretty bad. You don't know who Achidari is. Yeah. He did this. Yeah. Well, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who Big Chris is. Well, okay. Well, that's fine. He's that's more fine. He's a... Big Chris. Yeah, he's from the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the voiceover. It was kind of like it was an interesting touch, but I felt like a, a lot of it was probably to help the audience go like, well, this is what's happening. Right. You know, like, like, how the hell are we gonna follow this? Right. Yeah. And like, and if he said he would go, he wanted to take the debt on himself. It would be a lie. I would. T- I swear to God, I tried to take the debt on myself. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like we're in on it. Like, and I think at 1999, it wasn't as like overplayed as it is now. Like, it's not as like this is definitely like 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 the Arrested Development like right. uh, narrator contradicting what the actor's saying because they're on they're in on right. it with us exactly yeah. yeah yeah and that's the thing like the narrator is supposed to be with us it's supposed they're supposed to be shepherding us through. The movie, right? But the joke is the narrator is also supposed to be a biased, like a biased, yeah, biased. And narrative. like, even though they're just giving the facts, it's clear that they're enjoy pointing out that the other people are that okay. the characters are, are lying, or yeah. that the characters are, you know, not not in good sorts. They're not you up know? to snuff, right? Exactly. So like, they almost like the narrator likes to point out how unreliable of a narrator the characters are. Yeah, yeah, um, which makes the narrator a character. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like Arrested Development. Yep, yeah. which was funny because that guy, the narrator, did show up later in the movie anyway. He w- he worked for Sting. Oh. Yep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Matt loves fucking me- messing with like the mic st- yeah. stand. Yeah. Uh, it's too many things on it. Yeah, it's too many moving parts. <laughs> Although I'm moving the parts, so. Um, so yeah, how much, how did this movie do in the box office? Um, it did well. I was just actually looking it up before. Well, comparatively to its budget, like its budget. Mm. Yeah, let me see. Let me go back. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because a movie like this, you wouldn't expect to do so well. Because I would like watch the trailers and be like, "Oh, this movie looks pretty low budget." Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to spend like x amount of money on it. So, like you said, it made. Uh, oh no, it did not do well. <laughs> uh, well, it was made like like eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it was the opening budget? weekend. It made one hundred and forty-three thousand. Oof. Uh, gross in the U.S. three million, three point okay. seven million. Okay. Gross uh, overall still three point seven million. Like, it's it made money. It made money, and I think yeah. that's why everyone was like, "Oh, now Guy Ritchie, you go do Snatch." Like, oh, okay. So and then he did Snatch, and Snatch. I think Snatch was a big hit because it had Brad Pitt in it, and you know a whole bunch of other people. See, I like that method of like you know do a small time thing, prove that you got it, make a little we'll, money. Yeah, then we'll give you something, something interesting because. Uh, like a lot of times you see like oh first time director comes out with, like Jordan Peele right you know like uh, I mean I don't know it actually kind of worked out for Jordan Peele so never mind but I do like when directors get to prove their stuff with like a low budget like Spielberg yeah I feel, well, also, proves himself with Jaws and yeah. then 
you know, now he's now he's got the whole studio behind him. Exactly. Yeah, doing. he controls the uh, he controls Apple TV. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Like it 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 is this kind of like this old school mentality of like, okay, make a movie. Now make a slightly bigger movie, and then make a bigger movie after that. Like we you know we can even trust Marvel you. does it. Like the the Russos. Like here, you you do Captain America two. Right. You know, not nobody thought Captain America two would be the biggest movie in the franchise, but they did such a good job with it. It's like, all right, do Civil War. Right. And Civil War was huge. It was huge. It's like, all right, now do the now do, do the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. You know, they now it's in your hands. Now everything's in your hands. We're gonna take exactly. it out. Of, we're gonna take it out of Whedon's hands because he doesn't like to do it anymore. He doesn't right. like being called out by by nerds on Twitter. He lost his fire. He lost his fire, and like you guys do it. And it's like, all right, well, we barely go on Twitter anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's it, it's it's right. Like these these guys like. Like I think Guy Ritchie kind of like led a new wave of directors in. Like mm. a lot, like people would take a little bit more chances on, on younger directors. Right. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great, but now it's funny because Guy Ritchie is the opposite. Guy Ritchie is so like, I, what? He's what? the guy you go to. Is like I have this movie, you know, I know it's gonna make a lot of money, but all it has to do is just follow the same beats as every other movie. Like it's a surefire. Like this is just money. Right. Give it a guy Ritchie. He won't yeah. do anything. He won't. He won't. He'll do exactly what you want it to do. When you, he'll make it yeah. what you want it if, to be, and not ask questions. If you watch like The Man from Uncle, and you watch another spy movie, and you say which one was Guy Ritchie's, you'd be like, I don't know. I don't know exactly, because yeah. he won't do he like whatever like kind of fire that he had in Lock, Stock, and Snatch. It's not there anymore. No. The well, at the same time, if 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 screen junkies were to come to us and be like, "Hey, we'll pay you ten thousand dollars to just re-record what the, like our our favorite episode of Movie Fights and right. just put it out and put Screen Junkies Movie Fights episode this," at, I would do that for ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, you know, I don't even think they make screen movie, movie fights, movie fights for that much money. No, no. But my point, but yeah. My point you know, your is, point being, like, you give a chance to like somebody who's like, all right, well, I'm chomping at the bit for it. Like, you know, give me a little bit of, give me the green light. Yeah, and I and I can forego my go. own creativity mm-hmm. if you give me enough money. Right. You know? Yeah. I'll do it for the payday. Yeah. And that's more or less what it seems like he's doing. I forgot who said it, but they said like, if you looked at, if if you were to look at Guy Ritchie's edge, it would be a circle now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, like everything like everything like cool about him has just like kind of evaporated and kind of like rounded off right because it's like it's like not like not saying that like lock stock and two smoking barrels this is like this super like looking at it now it's no it, pulp fiction it's no exactly and yeah. i think but the at the time where in but it's a reservoir dogs yeah. yeah and where like you had this grime you had this grit of like this guy is barely making it mm-hmm. like what's he got and like this is his best shot it's like kind of like a gorilla yeah type like yeah he's just giving it his he's best just shot giving his go you know like, this isn't like he's seen his chance and he's hoping he doesn't blow it and that's kind of exciting when you watch the movie too yeah it kind of bleeds into it uh it's like when yeah when you know this is like oh this is his first shot at like uh a, 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 at a movie not a major motion picture but like right. a movie where there's no safety net yeah like in a marvel movie there's a safety net they'll bring in like another director like star wars did it with the Rogue One, where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm like the guy who made Godzilla, like Gareth Edwards, like he did stuff, but they're like, no, I don't like it, so we're gonna bring in another guy. 
I think they did it with uh, Birds of Prey, where they're like, the director did the movie, the new Harley Quinn movie, that which looks absolutely terrible. Mm. But oh, wait, it's just a poster. It's just a po- and also you see the trailer. Oh no, it looks very bad. Oh no. Um, so they go, okay, well you got a lot of the dialogue stuff fine. We're gonna bring in someone for the action because you can't do action. Mm. And then like, okay, whatever. But yeah, like you have to like look at. But if you if you give a director just kind of like okay go ahead make your movie right see what happens yeah and like and they they have to be resourceful they have to they can't just go like well if I fail I'll still have my name on it and I'll I could still get movies but like and then but with uh but being on your own you're on your own you're fucked right, right. you're fucked you're fucked you're you blow your chance before you even given one yep um. Yeah, so I definitely don't lose respect for Guy Ritchie for doing that because I get it. Money, money is tight. You know? Disney checks are Disney checks. Yeah, at I, the same I'd, time, I'd sell out for Disney. Hell checks. yeah! But it does make me appreciate someone like Edgar Wright a little more. That he like he had the opportunity of going he had into the opportunity. it. And he's like, nah, I'd rather make my yeah. Own. He saw the Marvel money, right? You know, or he, and you know, he's like, all you have to do is just make our movie, and he said no. Yeah, you know that's pretty and that's pretty it's pretty ballsy yeah so like no i can make it myself right i can like I make can do this myself meaning like yeah like i can make my own movies right i'm not gonna take the paycheck just to make your movie for, like it went, that's pretty that's no, pretty it, ballsy it is pretty ballsy and I, you gotta respect it because it is yeah because what if baby driver was trash exactly you know? then it would have been like oh dude you could have been in the marvel universe and you could have been safe and you could have been safe could have been safe because you would have gotten ant-man and the wasp that yeah, right like, after john farrow movies are okay Right, like Chef is fine, but would Chef have like mattered if he didn't if, get yeah. Iron? He wouldn't Man. have been able to do Chef if he didn't do Iron Man. He wouldn't be able to do Jungle Book if he didn't do exactly. Iron Man. Exactly, yeah. He wouldn't be able to like fart out Lion King. Yeah, which oof, yeah, boy. But that's another thing too. Like he's, like that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what he became. He became the kind of just, all right, you're gonna make our movie, right? You know, your your name goes on it, but it's uh, you're just gonna do everything we want, right? And that's what he did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, so that's do you the think downside. They, do you think they eventually to, you'll make a line? Do you think they go like, "Oh, hey, guy Richie, we'll we'll let you uh, have a free subscription to Disney Plus Ooh. if you make this movie?" And he's like, "All right, yeah, cool, let's do it. Whoa, let's do it." Yeah, I'd, I'd sell that for a Disney Plus sub- subscription for yeah. sure. Yeah, hey Disney, there's the there's the offer on the table. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. We'll, you want us to you want us to give you glowing recommendations? You to just shit on need everyone else. Us, yeah. Disney. You have no competition. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But we'll we'll give you some. Yeah, you think Sony's gonna have a good Spider-Man? Well, we'll sink it. That's right. That's Just right. People come to us. We'll put them in the dirt. Just let us turn on the ground. That's right. Spider-Man, no more. Spider-Man, no more. Just let us know. Yeah. Just let us give know. us a give us a give us a holler. Yeah. You know where you can find us. On Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod or on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Uh, you could email us moviemayhempodcast at gmail and or you could buy a shirt at tpublic.com backslash movie man yeah disney i'm sure you're willing to you're interested in that yeah Uh, buy a shirt disney yeah also disney uh if you do want us to do this for you in addition to the disney plus description we will also require you to give us five stars on itunes that's right remember even if you don't like the show give us five stars so we see it right give us five stars then the comment can be trash yeah so that way we'll get your constructive criticism and also you know (laughs) But you know, still get get more eyes on us, um, <laughs> Brian. Before we go, what? How would you rate Locksock? Oh, that's right. Forgot to rate it. I would say this movie is definitely like a six and a half. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah cuz it shows its budget, but it's able to do so much despite it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I like I like this movie. I think I suggested it like I suggested it like 2 weeks ago, but yeah. I, I slept late. <laughs> one day and I was like <laughs> But uh I think I I like I like the gorilla style of it. I like the, you know, like, you know, every everything counts. Everything like matters. Yeah, kind of this, there's stakes. Yep. You know, I I like that it's willing to kill a character. You know, and 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 it's willing to let characters lose. Right. You know, it's really cool. Um, it's a very real you know kind of approach to to a movie. Yep. It's like everyone shoots in a circle. Everyone's gonna get killed. Right. And I and I like that whole thing where it's like, the the one thing that I could deal without is that there was some like dialogue choices that they made like some things kind of just oh i i didn't like they they had that one thing where somebody was talking british slang and they had subtitles oh the cockney accent? yeah the cockney yeah. i was like all right just like you're doing it for us yeah we don't need it right because we can kind of get it from context clues yeah we can show also bob's showing... your uncle yeah. robert's your brother's father right yeah. the, like right in the chevy chase your father's like, brother yeah right in the chevy chase which is yeah. your face and right. it's like and you're like in your in your uh they said something about the chest. I forgot what they call it, but like, it's like you could kind of get the context of it mm-hmm. because they also sh- they showed because they were also they were telling while they were showing. Like right. you don't have to do that. Like right. if you, it would be funny because you could show you could have all this wacky slang and then still show and then in your mind you're like, I associate this with this and right. that with that. But also like the subtitles, like Chevy Chase. You won't know that space just from seeing the subtitle Chevy Chase. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's what's Chevy Chase got right. to do with Right, you'll this? know its face from the context. Right, yeah. Yeah, so it does not like it particularly helps. Yeah, and I, I mean, and that's, I mean, if that was a one thing where the editor's like, you know, no one's going to know what the fuck he's on about. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to throw in subtitles? And like, oh, it could be played for a laugh. Right. But after, like, a while, like, oh, it's not funny. Mm. I think it's funny when you when you hear this stuff. And then you, and you, but you see it like if you if you hear like this, rather like innocuous like words, and then you see like the most violent shit, and you're like, oh, well that doesn't, oh that doesn't sound no. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I kicked him in the pillows, and you're like, you see him just getting like smashed in the balls. It's like, okay, you're like yeah, that's that's fine. All right. Yeah. So that's how they do. They call that. I guess that's a guess that's a thing. Yeah. Matt, what would you what would you give it? Uh, I was also between a six and seven, but I would lean six. Okay. Instead of uh, if a six and a half would be great, but you already gave it a six and a half. So, so it's about a six. It's about a six. About a six. Move yeah. MM six. Ah, uh, yeah. It's not that bad. MM six. It's, a, it's worth a watch. It's on Netflix. It's a, it's a good time. It's, it's a, a quick time. movie. Very quick. quick movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike Ad Ash, which is well. a very slow movie. Oh, jeez. Very. It's two hours and two minutes, and it feels like six hours and twenty-five minutes. Is it how different is it from Interstellar? Very different. Oh, okay. Very different. It's not. It's like, like kind of the same thing. Like world's gonna end if something happens, but then it's like, it's more. I I I tweeted about it. It's like, uh, like you know how they're trying to sell like oh the space epic. Mm. It's not really a space. Epic. It's more about like you know self reflection, uh, repressed emotions, and dealing with your shitty dad. You know that's like kind of like what it is. Like you like. In space? In space. Yeah. Like, you could change it to anywhere. It's like, it could be in, like, in Texas. Mm. Tommy Lee Jones is out in space going, I didn't want to have a kid. It's like, okay, do you have to be out in space to say this? <laughs> well, you know, I, I always appreciate a movie that can bring, like, real, uh, like, relatable, like, drama and, like, right. and, like messages and, and themes and motifs to 
you know, grandiose like settings. No, yeah, no. You, yeah. I remember you saying something like, "For sci-fi to work, is that you take a real thing and put it in such a high concept idea, right? That you that, that you allow people to think about it differently. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. or to wrap their heads around it differently. Yep. It was yeah. the high concept burrito phase. The high concept burrito. Right. That's yeah. right. It's like you, you have to wrap this. So idea. what's wrong with this high concept burrito? It's, it's slow. Mm. It's so fucking slow, and it's like. You know, it's like it's kind of like there's this whole section where he he hijacks a a spaceship, and you're thinking like, okay, whatever, he's gonna hijack, and then the people in this who are supposed to be scientists and smart people mm. die on the dumbest ways. Mm. It's it's kind of, it's it's so it's so fucking weird. Like, I uh, it's it's such a weird movie, but like I I could I could respect weird. I could respect off the wall thinking. Yeah, I don't mind that. But like when smart ca- smart people are supposed to be smart and they do dumb and they things. do dumb shit, I'm like, come that's on. bad writing. Like you're supposed to be a scientist, right? There, was it one of them? They're like, they're taking off right from Mars to Jupiter, and so they 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 have this, and then they like when the like whatever the back of the rocket like detaches, right? The one character just goes, gets pushed forward and. St- snaps their like smashes their face and snaps their neck into a window it's like you knew that was gonna happen yeah yeah because everyone else is like oh i grabbed this side and you're like no <laughs> like you don't test for these things like, like that's the yeah. thing like there's so many simulations and stuff that are done right of every like thing every scenario that can happen that for you to not know that right. there'll be pressure pushing you forward like or and, like and the, and the way that they set up these these uh characters like they've done this before it's like they're like long haul truckers oh. going to like different parts of space and it's like right. okay i get that so then they should know right they should know a little bit more right um they set up a character's like death by foreshadowing with his nose because <laughs> he has a big nose and he turns in and you see his nose like you kind of drawn to his nose and then his nose gets ripped off by a monkey oh. and you're like Oh, is that the only reason why you did that? Why you showed us that, like, that shot on. with his nose, yeah. making his nose look big? It could have been anything. That sucks. <laughs> poor guy's nose. Poor guy. But, I mean, it is a good movie. It's edited well. There's like... It's ripped off with it by a monkey? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, wow. Some of this movie, it's like, what? It's not what I expected to happen. <laughs> yeah, they they, they kind of like force in action because I, I think it was a note where it's like, there's nothing happening in this movie. Like the studio was yeah. like, dude, this is not exciting. So like in the commercial, you see that like driving like space rovers and there's like people shooting guns mm. in space and it's like oh there's pirates up on space where it's like a warring faction between the moon and space farmers it's like that's a futurama plot yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing does that end up actually it happened oh yeah yeah so they they kill people and i was i went with uh mikey my cousin mm-hmm. you know friend of the show and i i said like i was sitting there and they're, they're driving through space i'm like all this fucking technology and they can't figure out a moon helicopter yeah you know, just a little f- something to fly over. Fly over, something yeah. real quick, so they don't have to don't drive have to deal with this on... shit. Yeah, that's true. It's like, ah, oh. but I mean, people disagree with me. They, people like are fucking. Lo- I think they're trying hard to like it. Mm, kind of like it the makes them seem smart. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Eh. But Brad Pitt's really good in it. Brad Pitt's really good. Yeah, he's he's in a nice Twilight phase right now. Yeah, he's he's really good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> also, the the whole thing is they have to send. A message to Tommy Lee Jones from Mars because space or something I don't mm. know. There's not enough signal width from the moon. Not enough bandwidth. I don't know. So they they get him to Mars and they bring him down in a basement and they have a microphone on a table and then like 
a window and I turn to Mike and like they're about to record a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like it yep. looks too familiar. Mars Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have like the fucking like foam sound pads. Oh on the my wall. god! Like, it's like oh boy. You, we already know what it is. I'm a little embarrassed. He, he just uh, like presses the button. He goes, and we're back. And he... <laughs> uh, this is Brad Pitt <laughs> yeah. coming at you. It's your boy, Brad Pitt. Banging at the from Mars. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. If you want to see more Ad Astra, see Ad Astra. Yeah. But you should see Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, that one's easy. Just watch that on Netflix. And easy. And always subscribe to us on iTunes or on Spotify, baby. That's it. That's it. And we'll be back next week with another movie. Maybe we'll start a... It's getting... A, it's getting a little Halloween-y, isn't it? getting a little halloween out there. Uh-oh. The Joker comes out soon. Oh, yeah. I'll watch Joker. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. All we right. will be back. Yeah. Music cue. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.